So welcome. Um, So just uh, just feel what it would be like to uh, to come back to yourself. To come back to what it's actually like to be you right now. We can get preoccupied with the details and techniques of meditation. But in the end, it's really just a way of honoring what our life is like right now. It's not more complicated than that. And whether we are greeted by pleasure or pain, by our hope or our fear, by gain or loss, when we actually come into true with our experience, whatever that experience is, something in our heart relaxes.
So all these ways of marshalling the attention, of noting, of focusing here rather than there, of coming back from distraction, All of it uh, is really an attempt for you to bless your life with awareness and love. Your life is always right in front of you. This breath, this sensation, this thought, So there is effort, there is energy. 
but it's a steady, patient, persevering energy. It's the effort to know our life as a sensory experience rather than as a story. We believe our life is our autobiography. But our life is always right in front of us. Right here. And so in these first minutes you might Offer your attention to your, your body, the field of bodily experience. A sense of gravity, the sensations associated with breathing, the ease and dignity of the posture. Just honor your life by being with your body.
Because we are animals, the tides of pleasantness and unpleasantness mean so much to us, signify so much, cause so many ripples through our body-mind. Pleasant and unpleasant signal threat or opportunity risk or security life or death We build so much on the foundation of pleasant, unpleasant, neutral. The valence of experience And it's brilliant that uh, our bodies can respond to the inside environment, to the outside environment, pleasure and pain guides us in some meaningful ways. But then what happens is we begin to over-interpret pleasantness and unpleasantness. The pleasantness feels like a reward. Every unpleasantness feels like a threat and it begins to distort our life, our thinking, our approach to being human. something unpleasant happens, we fail to notice it with mindfulness. 
it blossoms into a version The aversion gives rise to story. Stories of blame. Self-pity, self-harshness. Stories that attempt to manage our aversion, but we need to look deeper to see where it started. Ah, unpleasant sensation. a whole world of thought, a plan for action, an ideology all born out of unnoticed unpleasantness. All born from alienation And so we come into true, to fidelity with our experience. When we notice these tides, pleasant, unpleasant, neither pleasant nor unpleasant,
Without mindfulness, we make so much meaning of pleasantness or unpleasantness. Every ping of the pleasant or unpleasant orients our behavior without mindfulness. Everything is interpreted as a true alarm, even though it's almost always a false alarm. And so we can get familiar often the circuits of our own body clue us into all of this. The pushes and pulls, the urges, the motivations. the liking and disliking, the sense that something must continue or something must cease. The flows of pleasant and unpleasant can be discerned in the emotional circuits of our body the contraction and expansion of sensations, often along the front axis of our body, our face, throat, chest, belly. We want to see pleasant and unpleasant with clarity. Otherwise we build our life on an empty foundation. We live in confusion.
the spirit of generosity, of persistence, patience. We bear with the ebbs and flows of feeling tone, pleasant, unpleasant, neither pleasant nor unpleasant. We need not build our view of ourselves, of the world, on the foundation of unconscious feeling. So we notice the ebbs and flows of pleasant and unpleasant, We do not have to build at all. Rumi says, silent, absent, walking an empty road, all praise.
So just uh, noticing the, the transition, transition, what, what is this transition? What changes, the bell rings. No longer explicitly being asked to point your attention in a particular direction. Where does it go? where the attention goes when we don't think we're supposed to be paying attention is more important than where it goes when we're told where to attend. Yeah. So the invitation is to uh, to attune uh, with um, yeah, with clarity, with persistence, energy to uh, these flows of pleasant and unpleasant. They're kind of building blocks of so much of our life. This is a neurologist, um, Damasio. Feelings accompany the unfolding of life. Whatever one perceives, learns, remembers, imagines, reasons, judges, decides, plans, or mentally creates. Regarding feelings as occasional visitors to the mind or as caused only by the typical emotions does not do justice to the ubiquity and the importance of the phenomena. Most every image in the main procession we call mind, from the moment the item enters the, a mental spotlight of attention until it leaves, has a feeling by its side. Images are so desperate for emotional company that even the images that constitute a prominent feeling can be accompanied by other feelings, a bit like the harmonics of a sound or the circles that form once a pebble hits the water surface. There is no being in the proper sense of the term without a spontaneous mental experience of life, a feeling of existence. The ground zero of being corresponds to a deceptively continuous 
an endless feeling state, a more or less intense mental choir underscoring everything else. We vow to know this with clarity and just knowing it, knowing it helps us not over-interpret it. Yeah, knowing, feeling, ah, this is that push, that pull, the tug, the flow, the ebb and flow in our body. We can sense it in our body just noticing that helps us not overinterpret it, helps us not build our ideas of ourself, of the future, of the world on the basis of unconscious feeling. It happens fast. And then we live in the house of cards built by unconscious feeling. In other words, we live in confusion. And so the Buddha asks us to come back, to come into... uh, to develop fidelity with this feeling state. And sometimes you'll know what it is. Sometimes you won't even have a name for it. You'll just know something is up, but it's enough just to notice that. That's the the invitation. Good to practice with you.